of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's worse. It blows in the morning. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Tavon. Father God, thank you this morning. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for another opportunity to serve you. Thank you, Father God, for making us strong, bold, and courageous. And thank you, Father God, that you always answer our prayers.
I bind and rebuke that demon that causes people to go backwards in opposition to the word of God, which says, he that goes back, looks back, thinks back, and acts back is not fit for the kingdom. Yep, it says that the unbeliever that just thought, does the Bible really say? Yep, it says it. Could you find it for me, somebody, and post it in that freaker? He that looks back, acts back, and goes backwards is not fit for the kingdom. So, Father God, this morning in the name of Jesus, we're going to purpose to go forward. Now, I asked you to write down on a piece of paper last week, whatever, whatever it was that pertains to you, I asked you to write that down, your heart's desire, your desire. So what I want you to do, I want you to, I want you to get that piece of paper, and if you posted it somewhere, then just take a moment and write it over. You see, I want to teach you, <clears throat> work with you, to show you how to bring those things into manifestation. Especially if they are in the will of God for your life. So I'm sure you didn't write anything down that wasn't in the will of God for your life. If you did, you need to think it over and rewrite it this morning. Because what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to find a scripture parallel to what you have on that paper or in agreement, a scripture, the word of God, in agreement with what you have on that, uh, on that paper that you wrote down. Praise God. So I want you to get that out this morning. Whatever that was you wrote down. And remember I was telling you about um, spouses, husbands, and wives. Well, God is already doing it because my spiritual son in Russia got married yesterday. It was about time. <laughs> He's young, but he needed a wife. God gave him a beautiful wife yesterday. So that means that the anointing is flowing through the Ted Line Ministry for spouses.
submission should you decide to accept it to see the manifestation come to pass of everything you have on that prayer request. Everything I have on my prayer request. Everything this ministry has on its prayer request. To see the manifestation. I know I, I know I'm a bit aggressive about those fifty fifty states. So I might I I already prayed about it and it looks like I'm not going to be able to hit it by December, but it won't be far after. But then, miracles happen when we pray. So I don't know exactly what God is going to do, but should you accept this mission to see the manifestation of your prayers, we're going to do what Jesus said do in his word. And Jesus is going to manifest himself through your prayer request. Now, can you believe that?
Now listen here. A lot of you knew. I, I forgot to mention it, that David Hogan was at uh, Christ Fellowship. You know where the where the fire is on the baptismal water. And one headliner came all the way from California to attend that men's meeting. Now, Brother Joe and Jose had tickets to attend the meeting, but the Lord has said to me, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So I said, well, you know, this COVID thing is up. And I saw that they weren't wearing masks there. And I thought, hmm. Okay, well, so I said, you know what, um, let's just let them have the, 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 the ticket money as an offering, and I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like God said go or gave us the release. But then it was on television, it was on um, YouTube, and the word was good because David Hogan had this picture of this girl that when she was a baby, she was born without bones in her legs and some other things. And they prayed for 12 years, and God created bones. But it took it was a 12-year answer to prayer. And I knew, um, see, David Hogan is a missionary. He was a missionary when I was a missionary up there in Mexico, and I was over there in uh, Honduras. And so I, I, I watched it and I looked at the people and I saw one little bitty girl with a mask on. And I thought, and he was telling how about uh, this guy he prayed for with COVID and God uh, delivered that spirit out the man's house, his whole house that tested positive. And I thought, hmm, okay, David, I got two witnesses of people in the tagline that have been healed of COVID. And COVID spoke out of the mouth of one. So I said, God, what, what are you trying to tell me? <clears throat> he said, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, yeah, and her intestines were untwisted. Thank you, Jessica. Anyway, she was supposed to be dead at birth. But they prayed, and the mom was persistent. Twelve years it took that girl to get the, the, the creative miracles. And I know that's the truth. See? You know the truth when you hear it. You know the truth when you see it. And and then David was talking about his next 50, 50 uh, mile marathon he's about to run. So I said, you know what, God? Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. So what I'm what I want you to do again, if you have any part of that um prayer request that you you could share, I want you to quickly send Jessica uh email. And when you get them all together, Jessica, you send them to me because I'm going to David Hogan's meeting tonight. It's the last night, and I feel like I need to be there, me, Jose, Brother Joe. And Brother Joe already made the 
paid for the um, the reservation so we don't have to drive back in the night. So the tagline may not be on tomorrow because I'm going down to that David Hogan meeting. And if you have any prayer requests you want me to take with me, I will lay them on that altar just like I did with your prayer request that had the cross in it. As a matter of fact, maybe I'll take some little crosses. I have all kinds of crosses. Maybe I'll just dump some in a bag with your prayer request and lay those on the altar and ask him to come into agreement with me over those prayer requests. I'm going to have my prayer requests. Brad Joe's going to have his prayer requests. Jose's going to have his prayer requests. And the Bible says where two of you are in agreement, God is in the midst. So who knows? I I asked you to get your prayer requests ready. And I, I'm still asking you this morning to, to get those prayer requests out. Email to Jessica whatever part of that prayer request you can share. And the part you can't share, put unspoken prayer request in agreement with the word of God. Watch God do it. I'm going down there because David's one of the few people. I, 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 I don't know. It's something about missionaries. They all be different, but they all have faith. And they have supernatural faith because it takes and requires faith to step into change. It requires faith to go into a country you don't know. Like me, I, I couldn't even speak the language. I believe God is gonna gonna answer those prayer requests for you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have even asked you to write them down. So what I'm doing is I'm just I'm just gonna layer on more anointing, and I think um, it was Jennifer R. that said God had answered all of her um, requests when I had you send them over the airways. So I'm having you. I'm asking you again to send them over the airways. Only this time we're doing it a different way. We're gonna come in through the internet, bust through the atmosphere. So uh, Jessica, if you post your where where you want to email them to, and then I I have to announce it. But well, if you're on the blog talk. If you don't, Jessica Y. Garcia underscore one at Outlook.com. I'm going to tell it to you again. Email J-E-S-S. 
C A Y G A R C I A underscore number one at Outlook.com. I'm giving you clear instructions. Do not send it to me. Right now, I am really, really, really under this heavy mandate from God to, I'm almost done. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm almost done. Go, Satan. No interference here. No interference in the name of Jesus. I've got the marching orders from God. I've got the Ted Line website halfway finished, updated. I'm going to have the, the testimonials on it on one page, testimonial page. And then on another page, it is titled, God Make, and, and this, is, this is what I'm going through the end of the year, God Makes Man, God made men and women. God made men and women. So I got that half up. I finally wrote it. I wrote it. And I got a, it's going to be a little booklet. And boy, is it powerful. God made men and women. That's what we're supposed to be. And the thing God is emphasizing, Philippians 1 and 6, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. But the key is becoming a God-made man and a God-made woman. God made, and the Holy Ghost, you know, is showing me keys to fulfilling that mandate of how God has to make you. And when he makes you, then you're a God-made man or a God-made woman. But he got to make you, but it's halfway up on the tedline.com. The last uh, uh, category is God made man.com. God, God makes man. God made men and women. And when I finish with this little booklet, I tell you, it is really uh, phenomenal how God does that. So, the website will be finished before I leave to go down to Dawsonville. That is the mission. The mission. Part two of the mission. Part one is to get your prayer requests answered. Tangibly manif- manifest. 
in front of your eyes in a tangible way. And part two is to see God made men and God made women demonstrating themselves on this earth. It's time, past time, really. But I believe the Bible says, I would have failed if I had not lived to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what God is doing on this table. I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy I lived to be a part of it and to see it. Amazing. Amazing.
Don't forget, get them to Jessica. I'm going to take them with me to Dawsonville. I'm going to get them prayed over. I think I'm going to even <clears throat> ask them. I'm going to put it in a heavy plastic thing or something, and I'm going to get some of that water and pour it over it. I'm going to ask for some anyway. Praise God. I'm going to ask for some.
sometime between now and the time we leave here. But it reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one cometh unto the Father that should but by me. I got I got a little typo there. I got to fix that. Well, you can imagine. I've been writing this for but not me. I'll fix that when I get off the deadline this morning. But look look here, look how God is breaking it down for me to understand it. <clears throat> I am the way and the truth and the life, says the Lord Jesus. This lets us know that the way which God gives is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The truth which God gives is also Christ Jesus, and the life which God gives is Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is our way. Jesus Christ is our truth. Jesus Christ is our life. It is through Jesus Christ that we come to the Father. Jesus Christ is God's Son. What God gives to us in the form of himself is through the person of his Son. Our power, I think I'm going to make that bolder. Our power comes from knowing his son. All that God gives to us is his son, not a lot of things. The whole question lies in knowing God's son. The word of Jesus is, I am the way. This way may also mean the method. Jesus is the way by which we come to God as well as the method by which to reach God, okay? Having Jesus, we have the way, and by possessing Jesus, we have the method by which to reach God. Every true believer must learn this lesson. The Lord Jesus is the way. The Lord Jesus is the method. If you have been saved, you have this experience of trusting the Lord Jesus as your way to God. So I stopped there, but, um, well, maybe I won't finish it completely today, but I'm going to do my best before we leave out of here going to Dawsonville. Did you hear what I said? I said, Jesus is the method. And any of you that think you can skip Jesus, you're going to be where you are and you're never going to, you're never going to progress. You're never going to do it. You're going to be where you are. That doesn't mean you're going to miss heaven, but it might mean you're going to miss heaven on earth. And you know, you know what the Lord was showing to me? That's how you got the Methodists. They took that one thing and made a whole church doctrine on it. Method. That's what John Wesley did. One man. So now you have a whole 
quote, de- denomination, Methodist. And and look, look how look how it grew, so it's gotta be something to it. Jesus is the only way. I know I'm having a hard time getting some of you to believe because you want to tell me about this demon, that demon. You know why I have so much power over demons? Because I have Jesus. (laughs) That's why. Because I have Jesus. Jesus. So I just thought I would break that down on this website because that's where that's where I am, August the tenth, twenty twenty. And I noticed as I was listening to David Hogan, man, he's there too, but he's he been there he been there a long time. I've been there a long time too. Because it's the truth. Jesus is the truth. You see, people bring you every kind of formula, every kind of ritual, every kind of this and every kind of that. But it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. I think I'm going to make that bolder, too. And that's where I stopped at. I don't know what time it was. God transforms you into the image and likeness of who? Jesus. I heard I heard Pastor Todd say something when he made the altar call. He told the truth. And then he said, Well, this is for all the all of you, you know. The re- requirement for being saved is to believe on Jesus. But then he said, for all the religious people, I want you to ask him to come into your heart. The requirement is to believe on Jesus. And then you learn to love him. as you begin to know him more and more and more. So you got those, everybody should have their prayer requests by now. And you got your scripture. You got your scripture. So don't forget, I have this, um, I'm going to try to add a, a, where I can put a PDF for the week or something. So you can download, because I, I have all these, everything you hear me teach or talk, I have a hard copy of it. I have to so I can understand it. And as fast as I be going, I know you missed some of it. But if you would just go back, take time, the Holy Spirit will talk to you through it. To you, directly. Because only you and Jesus know all the details. People come to me and, and, and for prayer. That's why sometimes I, I don't even like to pray with people because they be lying. And it never amazes me. How could you lie to somebody you ask to pray with you? But they do it all the time. 
and and I've learned that they don't mean to lie. They just be the devil have them so bound up. They think that their problem is so much worse. That their problem is the worst in the whole wide world. Lies. We believe in the devil's lies. Instead of knowing that he's a liar, knowing that anything he gives you is a lie, and knowing instead of being in agreement with him, bust them lies. Bring them lies to the forefront. Then those lies don't have any power over you. And then your prayers can be answered. Because God ain't going to move through your lies. God cannot move through your delusions or illusions. I have to cast those spirits out all the time out of people. Delusions and illusions. Because they come from the devil. Somebody said to me, I'm lonely. Now, you wouldn't think that that's a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal to the person who's lonely. But they come to me and they say, I'm lonely. So they be searching on the Internet for somebody to talk to, to bring them out of the fact that they overcome by a spirit of loneliness. Well, I'm going to break that down for you. Number one, it's a lie. I don't care how lonely you think you feel. The Bible says, Jesus says, I will never leave you or forsake you. So that's the big lie. How can you be lonely if Jesus is with you? Spirit trying to overtake you. Trying to overtake you to believe that lie so it can come on in and manifest and take up space that it should not have any right to. And and that demon be setting you up for what? Depression. Oppression. Repression. Don't 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 let the devil do that to you. Stop him. Jesus said, Lo, I'm with you to the end of the world. So who's lying? Who's lying if you say you're lonely? You, you just got to have somebody to talk to. You got an issue. And, and, and more than likely, you're miserable. And you want to transfer that misery on somebody else. Whoever you can pull into that sinkhole with you. Because now you're not working for God. You're operating as an agent of Satan. You are recruiting for the devil. Recruiting what, Erica? As many people as you can get when you say, I'm lonely, and they say, "Uh uh-huh. You just brought them into agreement with you. You just opened the door. So the gates of hell can be unloosed against them. And guess what? You done got it off for you now. You're a happy little lark. You're going to go find somebody else because the devil going to bring it back in 36 hours. 
on what? You're going to go to work for the devil again. If you would just get real, get rid of that anger. And and you know what a lady told me one time? She said, I resent you, Erica. I said, so what? (laughs) So what? I have resentment towards you. I said, so what? What you want me to do about it? You are an angry person. You angry with yourself. You just see me as a target. Somebody you can project it at in your working for the devil. I said, I don't receive that garbage. So therefore, let me tell you what's going to happen with it. What you tried to project at me going to bounce right off of my whole armor of God right back to you. Because I absolutely, positively don't receive it. They said, well, I said, because resentment is nothing but anger. So who you mad with? For real. Who are you angry with? I said, you don't allow it to build up into a stronghold because If you've been angry more than one day, the Bible says, let not your anger. Don't keep it overnight. So you kept it overnight, then it manifested to a stronghold, and the devil just used that to keep you away from somebody that lives in deliverance, walks in deliverance, thrives in deliverance, and can get you free. Okay, so it don't make me no difference. You can have resentment for me till Jesus come. I guarantee you, you might not make it in with that resentment. Brothers and sisters, this is not being ridiculous. This is called guarding your own heart. I guard my heart. Yet and still, it doesn't stop me from loving people. It doesn't stop me from being compassionate. It just stops me from taking on other folks' garbage, which I know is being sent to me from the devil to do what? Bring me down. Because the Bible says the devil told Jesus. He said, Jesus, all this I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Fall down and worship me. Uh Uh-uh. You hear me say this all the time. I'm not above him getting. But to get me, he's going to have to come up there where I'm seated in Christ Jesus on the right hand of the Father. Because I ain't going down to him. No way. No way. Sometimes I listen to people. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. That doesn't mean you can't uh, uh, listen and you can't be compassionate. Those of you in the in the medical field, if you're a doctor, a nurse, or a caregiver, they tell you to be empathetic, not sympathetic. I can agree, agree with you without going into your pit. I'm not going. Because I remember what it was like when I was down there by myself. 
And the only person who pulled me up was Jesus. And Jesus told me to stand up and worship him, not fall down. So you shouldn't even be trying to pull somebody down in your mess, in your garbage. You should be extending your hand up to God to get pulled up. But some of you cannot, God can't pull you up because your mouth brings you right back down. This devil, that devil, the other devil, I see devil, you see devil, 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 devil. You know what you should be saying? Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus. I don't care if you see a million devils. Go! Get out of me. In the name of Jesus. If you see a million devils, Jesus, 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 go, devil. What, what, what is the deal? What, what is the deal? The deal is this. You don't trust God. You don't trust Jesus. And you don't even trust the Holy Spirit indwelling you, you think the devil, you act like you think the devil got more power than God's own Holy Spirit that lives in you. It is disgusting. When you take in God's mouth, when you take in your mouth, God's oracle, and speaking devil, devil, devil. When you should be taking your mouth, God's oracle, your body, God's flame of fire. And you should be saying, burn, devil. Burn, devil. Shut up, devil. Go. And the devil got to respond. You got to respond. The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Back in the day, I don't have to do it so much now. But I would straight up tell the devil, bow to the name of Jesus and get away from me. Bow, devil, to the name of Jesus. Every now and then I'll be in a meeting and the devil will try to raise up. I tell that devil, on your belly, bow to the name of Jesus. Wake up. Wake up! I'm going to have this website finished. You want to know how I feel? It's all on there. I took I took, took some pages off. Because what's relevant 
2021 is that you be transformed. That you be transformed. That you be transformed into a God-made man or a God-made woman. But he can't make you if you don't yield to him. He can't make you if you don't allow him. But if you allow him, he will make you conform to the image of his dear son. He will make you to be a dead man or a dead woman walking. Brothers and sisters, he will make you to be victorious over every lie of the devil. He will make you to be a winner in this spiritual spirit war that you are engaged in either way, whether you like it or whether you don't. You engaged in it, so why not be a winner? Why not win if you're in it anyway? Why not win? Why not be what God requires you to be? Why not be what God wants you to be? Well, Erica, what is that? Glad you thought about it. You're supposed to be a walking, talking, moving miracle. A God-made man or a God-made woman. A pure demonstration of God on earth. I need all the miracles in the house to get up. If you're a miracle, stand up on your feet and make some noise in here. Let's go. I heard that you were for a
some of you uh, on the blog talk, you can't see what I wrote over here in the speaker. I think I need to read it to you. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, as that song plays, I always type, come on into agreement <clears throat> with the Holy Spirit. Come into agreement with God. So this morning I felt led to write again, come on into agreement with God. Come on into agreement with Jesus. Come into agreement with God's own Holy Spirit. I wrote, come on into agreement with me, Erica Joseph Shepherd, servant of God. Then I wrote, if you're not in agreement with me and the tagline, I am not in agreement with you. And you will receive nothing from this ministry. It's as simple as that. To God be the glory. Then I wrote, go and find a ministry that you can agree with <clears throat> so that you can be blessed. In Jesus' name, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way. Brothers and sisters, if you don't like how I run the tagline, if you don't like what I say, get off. But go find you a ministry or a minister that you can be in agreement with. Some of you have nothing happening in your life because the only person you think you can be in agreement with is yourself. Well, let me tell you that. If you make yourself your own God, you only get blessed to the limit you can help yourself. So if you're not in agreement with me, it was nice knowing you. I'm glad I could help you to whatever point I was able to. Now go find you somebody that you can come into agreement with that can take you to the next level up this mountain. Praise God. See you tomorrow on the deadline. If the Lord say the same. This is a song that my father-in-law wrote. The title of the song is You Keep On Blessing Me. Oh, over and oh, over again. Oh, Come on, y'all. Yeah. Over and over again. Here we go. Come Let's on. try this. Clap your hands. Come on. This is a song that my father-in-law wrote. The title of the song is You Keep On Blessing Me. Oh, over and oh, over again. Oh, Come on, y'all. Yeah. Over and over again. Here we go. Come Let's on. try this. Clap your hands. Come on.
Now you take your hand, <clears throat> your right hand, lay it on that prayer request, and repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree your complete manifestation in my life shall come to pass now. 